Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here and I'm really pumped about this topic. I think it's really going to resonate with you. So let's dive right in. We're talking about growth and how growing doesn't always feel good, right? And I notice in myself, and maybe you can connect with this too, is that sometimes when I'm growing and it doesn't feel good, my brain is kind of trying to protect me from potential pain or potential failure or the feelings associated with missing a goal and convince me that I shouldn't be moving in that direction. So I've got to be very intentional about catching when my brain is trying to pull that BS on me, right? And like Kathy Heller, who was in last week's podcast episode, which girl, if you did not listen to that episode, it's actual fire. I'll put it in the show notes. But she explained feelings in a really cool way that I had never heard before. She said, feelings are like visitors. They knock and they knock until you let them in. Some come and stay a few hours, some a few days, but eventually they will leave. And damn, when I think about feelings that way, not only does it really resonate with me, but I also think about those those visitors or those feelings that you don't really want visiting, especially if you're in a growth season. But it's required that in order for us to grow through everything that we're going through, we have to learn how to dance with these feelings. And because I like to think of us like we're girlfriends, like sitting across from each other, chatting over coffee or wine, I really do want to deep dive into this topic of growth and the feelings that are associated with it because I'm going through a lot of this in real time. So for me right now, I have a lot of things that I want to do and create things that I've never done before. So the weird sporadic feelings that I get from being in this season where I have all of these goals that I'm working towards is this trio, this kind of annoying trio, honestly, of fear, overwhelm, and doubt. And all three of those are products of this season and they're required in order for me to grow. And I know that, but sometimes it's really uncomfortable, especially if you haven't felt that way in a while. It's not bad that you're feeling that way. It's just new. Maybe you can connect with that. If so, girl, I'm here to tell you I am with you, but it is still really hard sometimes. And it's sometimes really difficult to navigate, even for someone who's super high energy and happy-go-lucky like I am. So I wanted to share with you a couple of things, three things in specific, that are really helping me navigate this season. Number one, acknowledging it. Simply just acknowledging it's always going to feel good to grow. And that's normal. I swear acknowledging it just makes you feel like you're not a crazy person. And it's so helpful. Sometimes we try and pretend like there's something wrong with us. There's nothing wrong with us. We're just growing. And that's where the term like growing pains comes from. Sometimes it's painful, but think about it. Growing also means that you're leaving the comfort of the familiar, which you already know how to navigate. It feels comfier and like squishier there, right? I don't know, squishier, but you know what I mean? 
But it's scary because you don't know what's coming when you're stepping outside of that comfort familiar zone. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but it does mean that sometimes it's scary and you have fear or you feel anxious about it. Growing also means you might let someone down that's worried about being left behind if you grow in a different direction than them. And that's tough to navigate sometimes because as humans, we love to be connected to other people, right? We're, you know, we're built on this idea of community and tribe. And the person that's trying to project this fear on you, uh, if they're nervous about being left behind, sometimes they project that in ways that aren't very helpful, like anger toward you or even little jabs at you. Because honestly, they're coming from a scared feeling that maybe as you go on to this next goal or you're growing, that you might be chasing bigger goals or finding different friends that they don't know or living a life that they don't understand. And they might just be anxious that they're going to get left behind and they're not going to have that relationship with you. But that's scary for you too, right? Like that's scary for you and I, if someone feels that way towards us because we're growing and we're leaving this comfort zone and we're moving on to something else. It, we should be expecting that we're going to have feelings associated with that. That would be so weird if we weren't scared to grow. And at the end of the day, growing means that you're moving in a direction or to a new environment that you literally do not know how to navigate because you've never been there. So that also means you might have to start at the bottom and work your way up and be the rookie, be the new person. Maybe you're doing something right now that you already know how to do. So you haven't experienced that feeling of being new at something and kind of sucking at the beginning. And that's hard. And there are feelings associated with it. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. But if you acknowledge it, that it's normal, that it's not always going to feel good, sometimes just putting it um, you know, to the surface of just realizing that that's a normal reaction is so helpful. Number two, this is powerful. Share your SFD, aka shitty first draft, as Brene Brown calls it, with someone that you trust. So shitty first draft or SF as in frog D is Brene Brown, who if you don't know, she's like an amazing author and speaker and I love her. Um, that's her term. And essentially, she uses it within the context of writing, which is essentially just getting all of your thoughts out on paper, right? Like first draft, and it is kind of shitty because it's your first time doing it. You get it out of your head so that you can either take all of the word that you kind of just vomited onto a page and make it more cohesive and polish it up, or you can essentially decide that you just needed to get it out and the idea is not worth exploring more or you know pursuing or really doing anything with. And while it's really powerful for writing, if you have writer's block to just kind of get it all out there, I think it's also really powerful in the context of verbal processing too. Especially as women, we often are people that like to verbally process. I know I am. Thank God that my fiance, Sina, is like down for that because I'm always word vomiting all over him. But I think it's really powerful for tip number two, you know, if you're in this growth season, if you have someone in your life that you trust, that you loop them in on how you're feeling, especially that shitty first draft of how you're feeling, that can be so powerful for you to have someone that you can connect with and just be very honest and vulnerable with them. But it can also deepen your relationship with them because they're learning about how you're feeling in this really vulnerable state. And that can strengthen your friendship or that can strengthen your relationship if it's with your significant other or with the best friend or with a sister. Because so often we're trying to act like we're polished, but really connection is built off of those vulnerable moments, right? 
And honestly, this is why therapists are so amazing because they're literally trained to not be biased and help us work through things like this. So if you don't have that person in your life that you trust with your shitty first draft, right? Or you don't have that relationship, I would challenge you to push yourself to go a little bit deeper in your relationships to start to strengthen them. Or if you don't have people in your life that you feel like are helping you get where you want to go, that you can help get where they want to go as well, keep putting yourself out there, right? You're not going to beat them if you're sitting on the couch. So put yourself out there, go to new events, talk to strangers, like all the things that our parents told us not to do, because nothing compares to the feeling of having someone that understands you. But In the meantime, as you're finding those people and deepening those relationships, journaling is another way to just get it out there, right? That shitty first draft, just get it on paper, get it out of your head, put it out in the universe so that you're just not like sitting with it, letting it fester inside of you, okay? So step one, acknowledge it and acknowledge that it's not always gonna feel good to grow and that's totally normal. You're not a crazy person. I'm in it with you. And number two, Share that SFD or a shitty first draft with someone that you trust, especially if you can verbally process with them. That can be so helpful. And finally, tip number three, reframe the thoughts, those thoughts that you're thinking by asking the most powerful question. Is the story that I'm telling myself serving me? Are the words that I'm using to describe how I'm feeling serving me? Because as we know, your thoughts And your ideas, like the stuff that's going on in your head, that drives your emotion, which in turn drives your action and decisions. And we talk a lot about that concept on this podcast because it's so powerful to remind yourself that you're legit creating your life and your perception of the world through your thoughts. So in this season, right? For example, that I mentioned these feelings that I'm feeling during this growth season of, you know, feeling a little bit fearful, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, feeling a little bit like, ah, for sake of, you know, using an actual word there. I think it's so powerful to be intentional about your word choice. I'm not choosing to use the word fearful. I'm instead choosing to acknowledge that I'm growing And so I can't see what's coming next. And it's so normal to feel a little bit anxious, but it's also exciting. Like I'm on this like wild roller coaster, right? I'm not choosing to use the word overwhelmed. I'm choosing to acknowledge that I'm growing and that's a freaking gift. And I've got so many options of how I can spend my time and what goals that I can pursue. We live in 2019. Like the world is our oyster. Think about our grandparents. Like they didn't even have the choices that we have. The fact that we have options is a blessing, not a burden, right? And finally, I'm not choosing to use the word doubt. I'm choosing to acknowledge that I'm growing which means that I've got a lot of opportunities to prove to myself that I'm capable when I show up, even if I'm nervous. And girl, so do you. If you're nervous and you still do it, you're putting a confidence deposit in your your bucket to help you move forward. It's so important to reframe the stories that we're telling ourselves. Remember, asking yourself, is the story that I'm telling myself actually serving me or is it not even going to help me get where I want to go? Are the words that I'm using to describe my emotions, are they serving me or are they keeping me stuck? Because that is a choice. So to recap, because I love to get a little, a, a little recap here. Number one, acknowledge. It's not always going to feel good to grow and that's totally normal. Number two, share your SFD or shitty first draft as Brene calls it with something that you trust, especially if you can verbally process with them. Number three, 
reframe the thoughts by asking yourself, is the story that I'm telling myself actually serving me? Are the words that I'm using to describe my emotions helping get me where I want to go? And if they're not, we got to change those words and we control that, which is so powerful. And remember, girl, at the end of the day, it doesn't actually matter what's happening in our lives. It matters how we feel about what's happening, right? And it matters, it matters the words that we're using to describe how we feel. So today and every single day, I say that we catch ourselves instead of getting overwhelmed by choices, choose because that's a choice to feel empowered by options because we're capable, because we can, because we weren't given this gut feeling that's in our, in us for us to just sit on it. We're supposed to get out of our own damn way and actually do something about it. And I promise you, there are going to be a lot of people that don't get you or understand you or your passion. And there's going to be moments or seasons where you don't even get you, where you're like, what the hell is going on in my brain? But honestly, we have to get over it and move through it. We owe it to ourselves, to the little girls that we used to be, to the little girls we might be raising or raising in the future to get out of our own way and chase our goals. We have to keep shining our lights brighter and brighter so that we can inspire other people to stand in their light too. The world needs you to get out of your own damn way. So let's do this. We're in it together. Until next time, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.